All right, everyone, let me just start by wishing Kirk Minahan a very happy birthday, you beautiful Irish-Canadian bastard. I hope you have a great day and you get spoiled by your family. You definitely deserve it. I can imagine you get warm and fuzzy around birthdays. So enjoy. Just a quick message to the Mena fans out there. Just, just there is no schedule for this podcast. The, the beauty of this show is it is schedule-less. It's just whenever I can squeeze it in. People have asked me, can I get them out quicker than... Uh, uh, quicker after the main show's release, Mayo was messaging me saying I need a quicker turnaround. It's just hard to do. I know Americans don't have a concept of what the world's like, but I'm also on a different time zone. So I um, get the show at like 2 a.m. in the morning and then I have to listen to it and then record a reaction. So please, please, please just be patient. Lot to get to in this show. Let me just start by saying um, I put out a tweet by putting um, Justin that Justin should change his Twitter handle from KMS Justin to something else because he's not with KMS anymore. And Ziggy wrote back saying Justin is a made man. Well, that is complete horseshit, Ziggy Robinson. If you look at what Kirk was saying in in the main show about. Justin annoying him, it's clear Justin is not a made man. He was fired, F-I-R-E-D, fired for being inept and incompetent. He's a nice guy, he tries his best, but he's a dummy, a massive, massive dummy. And um, Ziggy, you just need to... Um, shut up, shut the fuck up! Well, let's continue on Justin. So I just hate Justin because he's still blocking me after all the support I gave him after we worked together on Men As Live. It's just a real shame that he's still blocking one of the the biggest Aminifan content creators. So fuck him. He's an asshole. Um, and, and Kirk's not happy with Justin because he doesn't want Justin to become another hanger-on that just... Um, sort of tries to ride Kirk's coattails to, I don't know, get attention or, or just hang around other Minna fans. Kirk does not want that. And he said Justin's persona is annoying him. And I agree. Justin's persona is very annoying. Justin doesn't get it. Kirk didn't want him there anymore. He stopped enjoying having him part of the show. So Justin, go away. It's pretty clear that you were fired, your services are no longer needed, definitely don't start a Minifan-related show, definitely don't start another stupid podcast where it's you and your friend trying to be like Kirk Minahan talking about nothing. You're better off doing a silly Star Wars show than doing that. Please do not start a Kirk Minahan rip-off show. I agree with Kirk that the studio should definitely not be named after him. Why would you name parts of the studio after a shitty fucking intern that was a fat loser why would you do that i just don't understand it so yeah there's no way the studio should be named after justin trudell there's 50 other people they should name it after before they name it after him they should name it after warden of the north before they name it after justin yeah so terrible stuff justin's in my bad books uh, I'd be really happy if we never, ever, ever hear or see from him again. Hope he goes and gets some shitty job, you know, some dead-end career, and he can get the fuck out of the Minifan world because he's an all-time asshole. People say he's not, but he is. He's a fucking all-time asshole. He, he, ego got to his head. You know, you think about it. He, he pitched himself as 
being able to produce live shows and then bailed on Kirk before every live show. Madawaska, the two Soko shows, just a fucking loser and a nobody and please go away. All right, moving on. An update, the shitty sock is gone that Kirk dumped in the woods in Boston somewhere or Massachusetts or Lexington, wherever it is. And no surprise, Tim from Canton found it. He's got the sock in a a sealed plastic bag in his house. He said the feces is gone, so that's a a relief for Tim. But now we have another artifact for the Minahan Museum. Uh, And no surprise, Tim found it. Great detective work from Tim. I wonder if he's... I bet Tim's got like a a dog that he's trained up to be able to smell Kirk's scent. I wouldn't be surprised if Tim's gone through Kirk's rubbish at his house and found some old clothes or something that smells like Kirk and then, um, you know, given that to a dog so he can track down Kirk's uh, smells from now on. Um, So, yeah, well done, Tim. No surprises there. He was the favourite. It's nice how much Kirk likes likes, um, JDM. They really get on well. They seem to be great uh, colleagues at Barstool and definitely um, those who will be catching up for dinner, you would imagine, uh, um, over the next few months and just shooting the shit. <laughs> I, I went off on JDM on this last show. I know what a sookie is. There's nothing more to say. What I did sort of um, notice was that Dave Cullinane was trying so hard to support Kirk. It must really irk Cullinane because he wants to be liked by everybody, so he'd be upset that JDM would be um, not a fan of Dave Cullinane's work. And, yeah, Cullinane really tried to side with Kirk on this one. I think it's Cullinane trying to prove to Kirk that he's not a snake by really supporting Kirk and being... firmly in his camp he's trying to prove his loyalty and and it's working i hope um but yeah just fuck off jdm and all those idiots that said that uh, you know kirk went to hr and jdm's doing a similar thing so why is kirk complaining i mean that's just horse shit they went through it on the show it's it's a content game at barstool it's not kirk grabbing jdm in the hallway and pinning him up against the wall and threatening to beat the fuck out of him if Kirk had done that, JDM would have had every right to go to Human Resources and complain about that. So, um, you know, you idiots from Canada and you idiots that want to try and draw a, a, a line connecting what Kirk did with 4 and what JDM's doing, you've just got rocks in your head, so fuck off. It did spark a controversy, controversy around the releasing of a, a T-shirt that... Um, you know, has sort of JDM's quote that he's going to go to HR. And Kirk seems to be upset that they did this without asking permission. Well, I, I'm kind of on Team Harrison for this with this one and Team Cullinane. I feel that if Kirk was more approachable, things like this wouldn't happen. And Kirk wrote in their messages about a design, Agreed which is very similar to Cullinane saying confirmed to the caterers. And I think if Kirk had doubts about whether putting a T-shirt like this was out, putting a T-shirt like this out, why did he not raise those when they were starting to work on designs? Why go through the the steps of coming up with a design that you're not comfortable with? So I'm 100% on Team Harrison for this one. And, you know, the poor guy's had a loss in the family, been demoted from the case all in one day. Uh, Just a shocker. And 
I think Kirk's got to take responsibility for this. He wrote agreed, as I said, the same as Carl's confirmed, and therefore um, no problem with what Harrison did, no problem with what Cullinane did. Again, um, a good T-shirt too. I think fuck JDM, get a T-shirt out there. It does mean that Kirk's looking for a new senior producer of the case now that Harrison's been demoted. So I am available for podcast consultation. I do run a number of sessions uh, consulting on podcasts. So happy to help Kirk anytime with the case now that Harrison's been demoted. But again, I I think this is unfair. Kirk should just not have um, gone down the road of getting a design together if he didn't want to put out there. Kirk mentioned he's reading a Godfather book or a book on the making of the Godfather. And it's kind of inspired me to read more. So I'm going to try and read for 10 minutes a day. I often listen to podcasts and don't read. And I'm going to try and read uh, for 10 minutes a day. I've got a stack of cricket books um, to get through. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, that's going to be my um, 10 minutes a day. Thank you, Kirk, for inspiring me. I'm skeptical that Mike unfollowed Chris on purpose. I think it was an accident. I I think Mike would have just pressed the unfollow button unless Chris annoyed Mike on Quantum Week or something and then Mike decided to unfollow him. But yeah, really curious to see what happens next week on that. Oh, history was made on the Kirk Minahan show. We had the worst 20 minutes in show history. It's surpassed the Cullen show. It's surpassed the Dr. Lance OBGYN podcast episode because Cullenane's game that he made them play was awful. The worst 20 minutes in show history ever. I have to say it's the first time I've ever sort of fast-forwarded bits. I just could not stand it. It was 25 minutes of complete drivel, Awful, awful game. At least Chris's game was quick this week. I mean, normally they react to bad radio on the Kirk Minahan show. Not often do they make it themselves, but they subjected us to 25 minutes of the worst content ever. And I hope they never play a game like that again. Just shocking, shocking, shocking. I I try to listen to the Kirk Minahan show twice before I do these reaction shows. It doesn't always happen that way, but often I do. And I listened to this twice. And as soon as Cullinane's game started, I just had to fast forward the whole 25 minutes again. I just could not do it. It's just awful, awful, awful. You know, Cullinane criticizes Chris for his games. Well, at least Chris... You know, came up with a game that doesn't take fucking half an hour. I mean, Cullinan, you moron. Uh, it was the, I hope on Monday on EEI, Greg Hill and those fuckers are reacting to that audio because it was so bad. Or I hope other podcasts are pulling that audio as an example of terrible podcasting because it was just shocking. I'm sure you all agreed. I mean, I'm getting gamed out anyway. I don't think we need Chris's games anymore, but I'm also, um, Gamed out from Cullinane's game. Ugh. Cullinane mentioned that Mike will be out for a whole week, a week after next. So curious what they're going to do for that one. Will they get inventive and bring in some Minifans? Might be a great opportunity to get some Minifans in there. I'm, I'm willing to fly over for an appearance if Kirk can reimburse me for the flight to Boston. Probably only 1500 US dollars. Um, you can Venmo me. I'll, I'll give. I'll if 
Kirk, reach out if you want me to, but listen, I'm happy to fly over for a show. I don't want to leave you alone with some other Minner fans. So, yeah, just think about it. Uh, but curious what colour name will come up with. Will it be Chris a couple of times and Jared once, or will they you know, get some Minner fans like Tim from Canton in or, or someone like that or, to fill in for Mike? Uh, but as I said, I'm available, and I think it would be a, a prudent use of your funds, Kirk, to, to fly me over for a few days just to do the appearance. I'm selfless. I'll take it take it on the chin and come over. Jared Carabas is due in next Friday. Not looking forward to that. Wonder what they're going to do, whether it's going to be Carabas and Chris or who knows. Uh, as I said, I think JC should sit in Justin's old position in studio, which is in, the, in that little room with Cullinane or next to Cullinane's little room and Chris and... Kirk can be in studio and you know it's going to take a couple of shows for Jared to sort of catch up on all the news and know what's going on so that'd be perfect if he's got something to add they can funnel him in um, on the microphone but yeah I think that's probably the best way to go all righty have a listen to this audio because I bet you one Matthew Carano has not slept a wink since this was broadcast I'm not, I'm not I don't I don't like Carano anymore Really? Yeah, that's right. Oh man, I like what he's He'll done. I, I like what he's done to you. What is he like to his me? Persona, just the way he's trying to fuck with you with the whole show thing. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like his persona on Jerry's show. I'm disappointed in Carano. Hmm. Well, that's definitely predictable. Uh, there was no doubt Kirk was going to turn on Carano at some stage. It was perfect for the universe and the show for that to happen. Of of course, um, Kirk was going to turn on Carano now that he's left. Um, you know, his show basically now working for Jerry. You know, Kirk's tried to divide Chris and Carano, and that's continuing. I love it. I love the drama. I hope Kirk can destroy Quantum Week uh, for good. He's certainly doing his best. I like Carano's persona that he's taken on since he's been with Jerry. I like the fact that, unlike Dave, Carano's dived full on into this project. And I think Jerry's better when he's got a co host. So I like the fact that Carano's being a, a bit more involved with content than, than Cullinane was. And, yeah, I think it's Carano's been good for Jerry. I do think Kirk has an adverse reaction to other people's success. So he sort of made comments that he doesn't like Carano promoting his own personality. And I think it's just Kirk, I don't know if it gets threatened or he, I don't know what it is. I think it sort of goes back to his childhood where his, his natural... I think his natural sort of thing was to put people down first, maybe because he was put down a lot. I'm not sure. I'm not going to get into some deep, complex psychological analysis. But if you if you notice that Kirk often reacts this way when other people start to rise in success, and Karana um, is just another example of it. Kirk made a point, and it's true. Karana is doing a, a much better job than Dave Cullinane did with Jerry's show. I don't listen or watch all of Jerry's shows, but I'll try and catch one a week, one every two weeks, depending on the sort of news of the moment. But you could tell that Cullinane was not invested. Sure, he turned up, he got the show to air, he was reliable, he's a nice guy, he was professional, but he would chime in with these silly points. I mean, it wouldn't be too dissimilar to what I would do if I was producing Jerry's show. I'm not a massive political chat guy, so I'll be the same as Cullinane. You sort of chime in with little bits here and there, but you don't offer much. But Karana's doing a much better job than 
than Cullinane was. We're sort of seeing the, the vision that Carano has for the show is, is much bigger than the vision Cullinane had. So certainly um, glad that they've found each other. The phone calls have been terrible again this week. I'm not sure what's happening with the callers. They're getting worse and worse and worse. Cameron from Tri-State Running is so boring. Uh, Cullinan, you should block his number. He is awful, awful, awful. Put me to sleep every time he goes on air. I do like the calls that um, make fun of Cullinan, like, um, do you like goblins? Have a goblin on these nuts, Dave. Um, I, I could hear them all week, so keep up those calls. They're fantastic. They're about the only good calls that were coming through. Um, yeah. Alrighty, so that was main show reaction. Now let's get into the Minifan content world. I want to chat about Mike's show, Why Are You Laughing? Kirking Off and the New Hampshire cast. Alright, Mike's show, Why Are You Laughing? The first episode was on the day the laughter died, the comedy special by Andrew Dice Clay. It was okay. I enjoyed it. It was it was fine. They kind of listened to bits of the show and then reacted to it. Uh, all right, I'm I'm going to go all in now. What really fucking annoyed me was those idiots that Mike has with him. What the fuck is he doing with Craig still? That other guy, Matt from Very Good Show. At least Matt actually didn't try and elbow his way into every conversation. I do not understand why. Blind Mike has hitched every bit of content he's got to Craig and Matt even. I mean, I just do not understand it. They they both were, just did not add anything, anything to the show. They both know comedy and they both seem to have an understanding of the content. But really, Mike needs to get away from those idiots and do his own show. If anything, find someone like who can drag him along a bit. Find someone who's really good. But it just felt like you had... Craig sort of giggling along with Mike. It was awful. I have no idea what Craig was doing there. I have to listen to the second episode of this podcast because Chris said on the main show that it's better. But if all the show is going to be is them re-listening to highlights of other comedians and then like laughing to it, then I don't think the show has much legs. And I'm sorry, but Craig does not bring anything to the table. Matt didn't say as much so maybe he could be the sort of third voice but Mike needs to find a bona fide comedy expert to be his uh, offsider of this show or do it solo because hearing Craig giggling away with Mike it was very triggering Um, just completely fucking hate it Um, it's so disappointed that Mike thinks that Craig's entertaining I mean Craig's a nice guy he's a fine guy but it was just very triggering hearing that stupid show with Craig all the way through it. So I'm looking to hear the second episode. Hopefully it improves. But Mike, find somebody else to work with. You are way more talented than those guys. They are dragging you down. They are pulling you back to the pack. You have to find some talented people to work with, you dummy. So sack Craig Get someone else as your Why You Laughing co-host. Craig's perfect for um, the Blind Mike Project because that's going to fail anyway, so it's not going to matter. All right, next one. Kirking Off was with Rob this week. Matawaska Rob. Rob has been going through a tough time, so great downer to start the show. Thanks for that one. Um, 
but yeah, he mentioned that, that All in the Men Family might come back as a sort of monthly show when he and Tim can get some time. So I would love that to happen. I would think if I was made program coordinator, I could help make that a reality. But again, still waiting, still waiting for the call up. We'll just watch the network flounder with completely nothing going up there apart from some stupid football show. Buddy from Kirking Off said that um, I'm in competition with them with this new reaction podcast. There's no competition. This show is way better than Kirking Off. So it's it's a competition I've already won. So just get over it and keep doing your fucking show and listen to this show. You might learn something. Oh, so Madawaska Rob was good. Uh, he said that he's still friends with Justin and that he considers him a friend. Like he considers him a real friend. What a vomit to say that. Um, but, you know, when I think of sort of tough bad guys, I think Al Pacino from Scarface, I think Conor McGregor the fighter, I think Dylan McKay from 90210, and I think Madawaska Rob. These guys can all attest. I light up blunts anywhere I want. So, like, we're, we're literally on the sidewalk outside of the Wilbur Theater, and I just light it up and smoke it like it's a fucking cigarette. And, like, I don't care who's looking at me. I don't care if it's cops. Like, and I've done that for the last 20 years. Like, I don't give a fuck. Ooh, the guy's so rebellious. He smokes some weed on the street corner. What a rebel. What a tough guy. Ooh, so bad, Rob. I mean, <laughs> It's such a fucking stupid thing to say, you idiot. And stop lying about your golf game. There was no way you hit 77. And you said you have no enemies in the Minifan world. I have about 10 DMs from people saying they hate you. So (laughs) stop saying you have no enemies. You've got plenty, plenty of people hate you. Um, What else happened from Kirking Off? Andrew Augustus, big-time Dame Cullinane with the the Justin job saying that um, Augustus had a better in to the job than Dave Cullinane. So um, love it when Augustus swings his dick around. High Blown Mike is the worst. He was the worst guest on Kirking Off. I'm so surprised they said he was their best guest. Or Buddy said that, that fucking stoned moron. He wouldn't know what fucking episode he did last night let alone two weeks ago um, but yeah high blind mike was the worst guess um no no idea why they said he was the best and just finally um you know i've been sort of plowing my way through the new hampshire cast which is um chris and ethan's podcast that um, quantum week chris did when he moved back from new york to new hampshire a few years ago and it's a great show i'm almost through all the episodes there's maybe 70 and I'm 40-odd in. It's a fantastic listen. Ethan and Chris are the the best duo Chris is involved with, that's for sure. But Chris certainly has a dark past. Kirk, Kirk was spot on about Chris. If you go and listen to New Hampshire cast, there's no doubt that Chris can be a bad drunk. He's He's got a lot of bitterness and... Yeah, just Chris has got a dark side. I wonder if we'll see it on the Kirk Minahan show or whether um, his new wife and new relationships really settled him down and being a house husband may have taken the, that sort of edge off him and he's, he's a lot more relaxed. But there's certainly a darkness to Chris that we haven't quite unlocked yet and I'm hoping we do. Uh, who knows if he stays with Kirk long enough, it should come to the surface. That is Kirk's speciality about, you know, inducing... <laughs> mental illness on his colleagues 
Just joking, Kirk. I know it's not your fault. Alrighty, well, that's it for the Mini Manners, um, Mini Minahan wrap-up show. Uh, a great uh, week of shows, a great week of content. Cullinane the Snake came to the fore again. Justin to vomit. Um, and really curious about what they're going to do with the lineup for next week. Again, happy birthday, Kirk Seamus Minahan, you beautiful bastard. Go ahead, Matt. What do, we, what do you call Manners? Mike. We call him Mini Manners. He's mini. He's very small. <laughs> that's, that's a good simple. Business. That's a good simple not, name not for him. Business. Yes, I like that, Mr. President. <laughs>